Welcome to Your Food Looks Funny. I am Marcus T, and today we're talking snacks. I'm not eating that. I'm not eating that. All right, so today we have another special guest, somebody who's had a love-hate relationship with snacks recently. Before I get into that, we're going to go over some things that I should be saying on every episode. So, check out Your Food Looks Funny on the social media pages, Instagram and Twitter on YFLF Podcast. Also, donate to the show on our website, yourfoodlooksfunny.com. Check out all the latest episodes and also the couple of recipes that I have up there. They're very insightful. Also, read a little bit about me if you're interested. If you're not, you know what? It's okay. I can take it. Anywho, we have a special guest today here, my cousin Catrice. She is, uh, oh, I'll let you tell her. She can tell whatever she wants to tell about herself. Catrice, say hello. <laughs> I don't know what I'm supposed to be saying, but I'm Catrice. I'm the creator of My Vicarious Life. I am a journalist, a traveler, and a wannabe foodie. And that's part of the reason why you're here. So I, I had you introduce yourself simply because I didn't know how much you wanted people to know about you. So. Oh, yeah. I forgot to say I'm a blogger and I have a blog called My Vicarious Life. And so on that blog, I talk about my travels as well as just things that I'm learning about myself as a woman of the world. And then also just fashion style, everything about being fabulous. Okay. I, I try to let those who have something to promote, promote it. Um, so you're one of the few famous people uh, in my <laughs> eyes that have been on here. So I just want to make sure you get your... Uh, your 15 minutes of shine on the show because I don't for whatever shine that this show has at the moment. <laughs> Other than that, we'll kind of get into some, uh, some snack talk. So what, what are some of your favorite snacks? Um, I love baked Lay's okay. and, um, but mostly Lay's stacks. Like I recently discovered them probably like in 2019 and I have a very, very profound obsession with them, but the family challenge has disrupted that. So I cannot eat them right now. So I have gone from those lace stacks to everything rice cakes, mm. rice cakes with everything bagel seasoning on them, which okay. does not compare, but we do what we can. <laughs> uh, so rice cakes, Let, let's, let's talk about rice cakes for a second. So I have this, uh, this bad perception of rice cakes because I probably haven't eaten one in maybe 15 or 20 years. But what exactly is a rice cake and have they come farther in the past couple of decades? So surprisingly, I found in the last two weeks that they have come farther. So what they used to be is just straight up rice, like air, mm. like no taste to them. And so when I first got the first like variation, it was just lightly salted. And I thought, I'm not going to make it through the family challenge with these. And so I went back online and started looking for more. And I found chocolate rice cakes. Mm. These are, I am embarrassed to say this, but they are good. Like you could sit down and take down a whole pack of chocolate rice cakes in one sitting. But that's counterproductive because you will add up calories. <laughs> right. But one day uh, I was really wanting something sweet. And I asked uh, our cousin Nikki, how far a departure are rice cakes from Rice Krispie Treats? And she said, far. So, <laughs> you know, keep it together. But the chocolate rice cakes are really good. And the everything ones and the white cheddar ones are good. So they've come far in terms of this, the flavor they give you. Hmm. 
Um, when you said Rice Krispie Treat, that's kind of the the remembrance that I have of them is them being like a Rice Krispie Treat that tasted like styrofoam. Uh, yes, it's, <laughs> it's so accurate, like lightly salted styrofoam. But the chocolate ones, I think because the chocolate is melted, it gets down in them a little bit, mm. like the texture of a Rice Krispie Treat. And they also have like caramel apple ones. And those are good too, because it gets down in there and it makes it a little bit more chewy instead of just being like styrofoam-ish i got you it sounds like they've uh they've come about as far as uh the pop tarts without being actually good at the beginning like the flavor variations yeah they have come far there's there's quite a few flavor variations it's just that every retailer doesn't sell all of them so you have to i will drive around for the various (laughs) the variations as well because i need snacks that sounds like me with the cereal. So I uh, I was looking for this type. Of, I talked about it on a couple of episodes ago, but this type of honey nut Quaker oat cereal. Yeah. And um, like they they will always have like the brown sugar version, and I hate brown sugar versions of stuff. So like Lamar used to get brown sugar cinnamon pop tarts, and I was like I would avoid those things like the plague. <laughs> I was like who who's eating these? I used to get that kind of stuff when I wanted the cinnamon roll, like Mm. flavor-ish. But now that things are cinnamon roll, there's no need for brown sugar, maple, anything anymore. Exactly. There's no need for it. Exactly. So I'm going to show you this this snack that I've had um, a lot of recently. And they have like four or five different flavors of it. And obviously the people listening can't see it. But these things are fantastic. The only problem is that they bring my sodium level through the roof. Mine too. So when I eat those, my ankles swell. And that is so disappointing because it's like, how much sodium is in this? That doesn't happen with anything else but pretzels. No matter if they're the pretzel chips or the thin little tiny pretzel sticks, I love those. That's how I discovered the baked um, sacks. Uh The sacks, they're not baked. They're just sacks. They're right next to the pretzels on the pretzel aisle in Kroger. And so, but I can't believe I didn't say this. One thing that I eat every single day, and I'm embarrassed to admit this, but I don't really care. I eat tortilla chips every day. Really? Every day. My ankles don't swell either, so I'm I'm going to go forward. But yes, okay. I seven days a week, I, even if I just eat 10 of them, because I do count them for the calories, but okay. I eat tortilla chips every day. Now, that is one thing I have gotten better at is actually counting the serving. So the fact that you're counting the tortilla chips is a step in the right direction. <laughs> yep. Sometimes I get a little carried away with these. Uh, and, and I forgot to mention the name, the Snack Factory Pretzel Crisp. So my favorite is the Buffalo Wing uh, flavor. And then, I don't even know about those. Yes. I might be willing to have swollen ankles for those. Yeah. So the, the Buffalo Wing is my favorite. And then the Garden Vegetable, the Honey Mustard and Onion is okay. But the Buffalo Wing is by far the best. It is the Amazon of the world. I'm going to have to look for those. I, I think I have seen the bigger varieties at Costco so I'm gonna have to check another thing I eat often is um poppers popcorn poppers like those yeah those things they're like tortilla style popcorn bites okay those are good too they come in like white cheddar sea salt and um what do you call that kettle corn are these I don't prefer the kettle corn ones but are these like the popcorner things yes popcorners okay yeah that's okay. what they are. Those things are good. Yes. The kettle corn version is my favorite of those. 
That's my mom's favorite. Okay. But I have got, I love sea salt everything. So I mm. really only, when I buy the box from Costco, I just eat all the sea salt ones and my mom eats all the kettle corn. So I should try the kettle corn, but, and I don't prefer the white cheddar. Uh, yeah, me either. Me either. It's hard to, uh, it's hard to hit on a white cheddar sometimes. Um, mm. Like the, uh, the pirate booty. Mm-hmm. I love that, but it seems like some of the puffs don't have a good coating of white cheddar sometimes. Right, right. So. Has to be evenly cheddared. Interestingly, up until my 40s, I was not a snacker. I didn't buy chips. I I might buy microwave popcorn, but I've, all, I've never been a snacker. Just like basically meals, just my meals. And if mm-hmm. I had a snack, it would be like oatmeal, which is not a snack. But, you know, like a packet of of um, cinnamon roll oatmeal. Okay. I would eat that while I was watching TV. That's snackish to me. That's not like, you know, it's a little sweet, whatever. But now, now that I'm in my 40s, I'm like, I'm the snack. I will eat a snack over a regular meal, which is unfortunate. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so popcorn. I've talked to your two younger brothers. And for some reason, it seems like all of you guys, and I haven't talked to Nubian on the show yet. But it seems like all of you have some kind of opposite thing. So do you actually like popcorn or you just like popcorners? I love popcorn and none of them like popcorn because they don't want it. And they say it gets stuck in their teeth. Mm. And I eat skinny girl popcorn because they have a lime popcorn and they also have a sea salt and butter. And they're tiny, tiny bags and you get like a good serving for just like 130 calories. Okay. I love that. And I and I've popped it while they've been here and they're all like, You eat popcorn? And I'm like, mm. Yeah. And they're like, Doesn't it get stuck in your teeth? And I'm like, That's what floss is for. <laughs> yeah. Me and mom, we go in on some microwave popcorn, but my brothers, they all made a point of telling me recently, like around Super Bowl Sunday, that they don't eat popcorn. So I've seen Phil snack on popcorn before. Phil eats everything. Right. Except peas. <laughs> Except peas. Except peas. Um but I didn't realize Gordy didn't eat it. And he, he was really adamant about there's no flavor that he would just like. He just didn't like eating it at all. And I was so surprised. It's interesting that it's not a taste factor as much as it's just like, it's just not, it's just annoying. Right. To, like in in this, their teeth. But I'm, I'm willing to get around that. I'm trying to think if there's anything like that. It is annoying if the little like kernel thing gets in your teeth. But I mean, you have floss. Yeah, so. I, I'm I'm hit and miss with popcorn sometimes. It depends on what the flavor and what the type is. So have you ever had double good popcorn before? Never heard of it. Okay, so it's this brand that Tamara uses a lot when she does uh, like fundraisers for EOS and um, and Zeta and stuff. So they sell online. It's based out of Chicago, and they have a bunch of eccentric flavors. So if you ever get a chance, check it out. If anybody listening ever gets a chance, check it out. But my favorite flavor that they have is called... Uh, Nah, I really can't think of it off the top of my head. Give me one second here. Oh, In Case O' Fire. In Case O' Fire is the name. So it's like a spicy cheese flavored. Oh, that would be good. Oh, man. It's like the jalapeno cheddar garrets. Mm-hmm. That is good. Yep. And it tastes like the jalapeno cheddar that you can use in, um, in macaroni and cheese. Mm-hmm. So it tastes like that as a popcorn. Yum. I think a lot of the flavors that they have are, are similar to the graders because obviously it's all Chicago based anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. They, they have another one called easy peasy caramel cheesy long name, but it's good. Caramel and cheese. 
flavored, not just like some caramel, some cheese, like it's all mixed together mm-hmm. on each kernel and it is it's different. That's probably good. Sweet and salty, right? Mm, yep. Yeah, that's that's probably yum. It's very different. I feel like I'm not a snack person because I'm winding up in my snacks. Like I'm telling you my snacks from least to greatest, but I could exist off of ice cream. I have existed off of ice cream. <laughs> ice cream is the greatest snack of all time. There have been days when I ate ice cream for breakfast and for dinner. And I feel like it's supposed to be a snack. Is it supposed to be a dessert or a snack? I mean, I think it's more of a dessert. Yeah, so I have made it a meal, a dessert, and a snack. That is my favorite thing to like snack on while I'm eating. I mean, while I'm watching TV. Mm-hmm. But I gave up ice cream completely because of the family challenge like a couple of years ago. So now I used to eat ice cream every day. I only eat ice cream like maybe three or four times a year now. Really? Yeah. I don't even I don't even have a taste for it anymore. But when I think of it, I just think of it very affectionately. Wow. But I don't eat it anymore. If Even if it's in the house, I don't even. It used to be a competition. I could not beat my mom getting to it. She even eats, well, we, we buy ice cream and pints. She'll eat hers and then mine as well. So That sounds like Tamara. Yeah. Um, your mom taught me one thing. So when we went to Toss years back, maybe not that many years back, maybe like 10 years ago, and she was in line in front of us, and she asked for a sample. Yeah. And I was like, y'all give out samples in here? <laughs> I did not know that you could just get a little spoonful of everything. I was like, well, I would have been done. I don't think I do that either. I think maybe sometimes they ask me, do you want to sample this? Because I was asking about it. But I mean, I typically get the same thing at Toss every time. So I wouldn't like branch out. But yeah, that's a good, like, that's good to keep in mind. Every, every ice cream dairy you go to, like, ask for a sample. Cause I'm sure they probably all have tiny spoons. She went about five deep on the samples. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, yeah, this is a game changer because I, I normally only need one scoop to be good. So I'm like, I can get five samples and walk out. One scoop. Are you, do you love ice cream or are you just like, it's okay? It, so how I am about most foods, especially desserts is I only need a little bit. Once you get past the initial taste of how good it is, you're just eating it to finish it. So I'm like, I just need a little. Oh, man. So for food, regular food, I don't like to feel full. So I typically stop before I get full. For ice cream, I like to feel sick. Like I (laughs) want to finish up feeling sick. Like I want to make sure like I have topped myself off. Nah, I'm I'm good. I'm one two ounce scoop and I'm rolling out. Mm-mm-mm. I'm gonna get there though but but the fact that I don't even eat it anymore like I've come past even just getting one scoop I used to just eat like a whole pint too but now I can it takes me like three sittings to eat a pint so yeah it, it'll take me like a whole month to finish off a pint a pint oh yeah I eat a half gallon in like three days oh no no I I do like six spoonfuls a, like at a time and then I'm, I'll put it back I'm going to go ahead and say, I don't think you really like ice cream. Like, it's one of those things where you're like, I like it. Like me, I like cheese, but I don't have to have it. I feel like that's how you are about ice cream. I mean, compared to you and Tamara and Yolanda, like I'm, no, I don't, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but compared I, to you, you compared to all the Matthews, because like everybody in the family eats ice cream at a really unreasonable level. 
volume i love it it's just not it's not a meal thing or like i have to have a bowl like if, if i go to toffs and you know toffs has these large portions and they'll be like all right it's 395 i'm like you just gave me eight scoops <laughs> I, all, all i get is a kid's cup and it's usually too much oh my god no i know what you're saying but it don't it's not adding up to me yeah I'm, i don't need much and then of course i make a lot of ice cream now so it'll be super rich or whatever kind i buy will be super rich or whatever kind we have at work will be super rich so i definitely don't need that much okay so that makes sense because jenny's ice cream is really rich it's more rich than um top and when i go there you know they have the mini scoops so if i get like three mini scoops it's hard for me to finish three mini scoops I, I'm actually like two mini scoops. It's, it's almost hard for me. Like if I get the peanut butter chip and the chocolate, just two mini scoops, it's it's hard for me to finish that because it's so rich. Yeah, I was just talking about this. I think on last ep- one of the last few episodes, and I get butter cake from there. So those, yeah. I'll get two mini scoops of gooey butter cake, and I'm good. Try the like the sun sun ripened fresh corn flavor. It is good. It's like fried corn, fried sweet corn and and an ice cream. It's very good. Interesting. Yeah. And it has pieces of corn in it, of course. I don't think I've heard of corn and ice cream ever. Yeah. Corn, corn is one of my favorite foods, even though it's like a frivolous food. When I first moved to Georgia, I was like, I don't want corn in anything but corn because I really don't like, um, what is that succotash or whatever it is that where it has like a conglomeration of ingredients. I didn't like to see corn in just random places. Then I had corn and pasta. So somebody made like some Alfredo pasta when I was traveling and it had corn in it, roasted corn. And ever since then I've been like corn in everything, corn in my ice cream, corn in my pasta, corn in my salad, extra corn in my salad. Any salad that has corn in it is a winner for me. So corn in that ice cream is really good. Yeah, we made a vegetarian pasta at work when we did catered events. So that was normally like our vegetarian dish or vegetarian option. And it would mm-hmm. have like a a scoop of sweet potato on the top and it had like a corn uh, cream sauce on top of it. It was it was pretty good. Hmm. I that know. Sounds good. Popcorn before corn just reminded me popcorn. So we we're talking popcorn and you said you guys will make microwave popcorn every now and then and you'll get bagged. Have you ever made it like yourself, like popped your own kernels in a pan? Not since we were little. My mom used to make it like that when we were little, up until probably I was in about the fifth or sixth grade. I haven't had it like that since. Is it better quality? So what I like about doing it this way is that it's flavor control. So you can come up with your own flavors. And so I'll use this heavy bottom stainless steel pan that I have. And I'll get these hybrid kernels that are like pretty much guaranteed to pop. A little bit of oil, hot on the pan or hot on the stove, and then I'll make my own flavor combination combinations. So one of the ones that I made that I loved was uh, a rosemary, a garlic rosemary parmesan popcorn. Mm. So that was pretty good. And then again, you can always control the salt content of this stuff. So that's what I like about making snacks. You can control the salt content because I'm not big on salt, and I I snack enough with enough sodium. But Tamara is one of those, uh, she needs seasoning. So we'll eat vegetables and like I'll pour them straight out of the frozen bag and just Mm -hmm. eat them on the plate. And she'll be like, you didn't season these, did you? I'm like, no, I didn't. (laughs) (laughs) So with the seasoning for your popcorn, after you take it out of the pan, after it's popped, you just put the seasoning on it while it's hot and like mix it? 
So normally I'll pour some melted butter on top of it and then I'll toss it in the seasoning. Okay. Oh yeah. Now I'm going to want to try that. I'm pretty sure I won't be able to control the calories though with that. Like know what my calorie count is with that. Unless I do something like low calorie, which I'm kind of against, but. I mean, you, you could toss it in a, like a light oil of some sort, like a coconut oil or something. And then, uh, you know, do like your cinnamon or ginger or some, some different combination on there. Okay. I'm going to have to look up some, um, some recipes for that. Now I'm, I'm going to be fascinated with that. If I find some, I'll post a link on the page. I actually was looking at some before, but I closed the page a couple of days ago. Oh, another thing we talked about earlier this week or last week. I don't remember when it was we talked. I've lost track of time. Um, <laughs> but we talked about trying new foods. So you, like you said, you travel a lot when it's not COVID. And yeah. uh, you try other foods. And you said something interesting. You said you normally try something five times before you decide if you like it or not. Right. So I read an article about how to expand your taste palette, especially if you have children in there, you're trying to diversify their, their taste palette better than your own. And so I said, it's a good practice is to institute is to try a thing five times, especially with little kids, because their, their um, texture analysis and their taste analysis is still so underdeveloped. You need to give them time to experience something in five different variations don't just keep giving it to them in the same way so i've tried to do the same thing with foods myself and so one thing that i recently realized i finally gave up on it at 45 that i have had it more than five times and i just really don't like it as tomatoes and the only reason i gave up trying to make myself like it is because i was at an event and a lady said, we were standing in front of a bowl of tomatoes. And she said, oh, don't those just look so good? And I said, oh, I don't like tomatoes. I know it's strange because everybody likes tomatoes. And she said, oh, have you always not liked them? And I said, yeah, I've never liked them. But I've been trying to eat them like every year. I still keep trying to eat them. And she said, how old are you? And I said, 45. She said, if you don't like them at 45, I don't think you're going to like them. <laughs> So I've finally given up on that. However, when I'm traveling, if I go a place and they present something that I haven't had, I don't turn it down, especially even after the first time, even unless it made me feel like nauseous or I felt like sick from it, I will just say, oh, I didn't prefer it, but I will have an open mind to have it again another time prepared differently or at another place. But this week I had some seaweed chips that one of my friends, she really loves them. And so she bought them for me. And so this is my first time having them. And I was very open to it because I've had seaweed before. And I bear, you know, it was bearable to me. It wasn't like bad. I didn't have an aversion to it. I had an aversion to these seaweed chips. <laughs> and it was surprising to me because I feel like I'm pretty wide open. Like I eat chitlins. Chitlins are not a snack. And chitlins are probably disgusting to most people, but I like them. So I feel like if you, that's the bridge the furthest. If you eat chitlins, you should pretty much eat everything, right? Yes. <laughs> These seaweed chips were extremely, extremely, extremely fishy. And they were sesame seed. So they were oily and fishy. And the thought of them right now makes me feel a little bit nauseous. So those are something I won't go back to. I won't go back to that. I won't try those again. And I'm giving myself at 46 permission to just say those I don't like. Uh, 
and were they were they you said they were oily were they crispy at least they were crispy but they were thin so that's another thing this whole concept of these things it's making me feel vomity so they were oily they were crispy but when you put it on your tongue it almost evaporates because they're that thin so you know how i don't know what is it like rice paper or something like something that thin that when water touches it it can pretty much dissolve that's what they felt like but they didn't they just became like a leaf on your tongue i only ate one and then i i couldn't go any further so maybe in a soup right they would probably be more useful in a soup i don't know nah i'll pass it sounds like a seaweed flavored listerine strip Yes, they're exactly they are exactly like a listening strip, but fish flavored because they taste like fish because they're from the ocean or wherever they're from, and they taste they're extremely fishy, like the fishiest fish you've ever had. So when I think of them in my mind, like in my in my mind, I think of fish. I instantly think of like fishy fish, and I don't like fish that's real fishy. I'm not eating that. Pass. Interestingly, when so after I ate them, like two days later, I was still having like memories of it and feeling like, oh, gross. And I opened up the cabinet and there was an unopened pack of them in the cabinet. And it was like a scary movie, you know, like on the Twilight Zone or something like when you got rid of something and then you turned around and that thing reappeared. And my mom was nowhere to be found. And I was like, I did not buy these. And I offered my mom one the day that I ate them. And she was like, no, thank you. So I was thinking my mom did not buy these and I didn't buy them. And I threw the other ones away. How did these get in here? And my mom said, I bought those. Later on, she told me I bought those to go on a suit. And I thought, okay. Because I thought those <laughs> things were like, that's to haunt me. You thought you was going to throw me away, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, gross. So my mom's nervous now to try them in a soup, though, because of how I just talked about them. So we'll report back. Yeah, uh, I hope that goes better. Um, what kind of soup are we talking here? I feel like it's going to be gross because it's going to be a part of some kind of detox. So I don't know. I'm not sure, but I'll I'll have to tell her to follow up about that. I don't know. It's going to be fishy, whatever it is. I, I can't see... I don't know what's going to take over the flavor of those. Okay. Unfortunately, we're going to have to end it right there. So you got to take these episodes in bite-sized pieces, pun intended. But thank you all for listening. Check out the website, yourfoodlooksfunny.com. Donate to the show on there. Hit the support us button. Follow us wherever you listen to the show. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, we're everywhere. If you ain't looking, you won't find us. Come back next week and check out the conclusion to Snacks. All right.